Hi everyone and thank you for tuning into the Daily Delights podcast. This is your host Chef Kristen. Uh, so today's podcast subject matter is going to be pertaining to brunch uh, as well as uh, restaurant week. So some of you all might be familiar with the terms, some of you may not, but again obviously that's why the podcast episode exists so that we can explain what they are, expound upon what it is, what you can expect. So starting off with brunch what is it in case you don't know brunch is literally the meal between breakfast and lunch um you might be asking me what time of day that consists of so a real or what time of day that's kind of pertaining to that really kind of depends on who you're talking to where you're going what area or region you're in but typically uh brunch is between most time, most oftentimes between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. Pretty much. Some people do 11 to 2. Some people do 11 to 3. Some people do 10 to 2. But it's usually somewhere between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. What do you wear when you go to brunch? So, uh, I've seen some of everything from jeans or and a t-shirt to especially in the summertime, like sundresses, whatever the case may be, most people tend to wear, uh, because brunch also, by the way, is usually, is most often referred to on Sundays. Some places, especially restaurants, some restaurants do actually offer brunch um, on Saturdays as well as on Sundays, but more times than not, it's usually Sundays that you're talking about. Uh, So usually what most people wear is Kind of either, not necessarily a Sunday best, but I would say like business casual. So, you know, most oftentimes guys have on like slacks and a button up or maybe like some linen pants and some kind of shirt or polo shirt or whatever the case may be. I don't know. Um, Females usually wear uh, slacks and a nice top or dresses, skirts and a nice top, that type of thing. So, again, like business casual, that type of attire is normally what you wear to brunch. Uh, Some ladies even kind of go as far as to wearing, like, you know, the big brim Sunday hats that are more, I guess, prominent in the African-American culture. On Sunday mornings, especially in church, you usually see the women wear big brimmed hats, um, if you're not really familiar with that, with that, or you didn't grow up in a church or an African American community where that was more uh, prevalent, think of um, a horse race. So especially like in the Maryland area, Preakness, Black Eyed Susan. Think about the Kentucky Derby, that type of thing. The type of hats that women's wear, women wear then, um, whether it be the cushion hats or uh, what do you call them, like with the bird cage, all that kind, kind of stuff. That's kind of the hats that I'm referring to. Big brim hats, wider hats, uh, kind of got like the little flop on it. Whatever the case may be, some women even kind of go as far as to wearing those type of hats with like their outfits when they go to brunch. What's on the menu at brunch, you might ask me. So brunch menus, literally because it is between breakfast and lunch, usually contain both breakfast and lunch. Uh, sometimes depending on where you go, whether it's a catered meal, it's a restaurant, whatever the case may be, sometimes there is a plated option where you might have 
like a prefix menu to choose from and you choose like multiple different options maybe you can choose like a first second and third course sometimes even goes more extensively into the fourth or fifth course uh sometimes it's just buffet style but it literally make sure you have like some kind of breakfast or lunch so typically there's gonna always be french toast pancakes obviously eggs um sometimes it's cooked to order it could be omelets it could be scrambled poached eggs it all kind of depends um some places offer you like an eggs benedict some places uh offer you just like a they, like I said, they cook to order your eggs. Some places have omelet stations. It kind of depends on where you're going and what their menu contains. Uh, there's going to always be, usually, especially if you're in the South, chicken and waffles or shrimp and grits or fish and grits, that type of thing. Definitely, there's going to be biscuits or muffins, something like that on the menu. Um, a lot of places in the South, like I said, there's biscuits, you got banana nut bread or blueberry muffins, that type of thing. Uh, what else would you see on a brunch menu? There's definitely going to be um, bacon choices. You're going to have a lot of uh, uh, cured ham in the South. Uh, in the Northern States, they even have like lobster sometimes. Some places do shrimp cocktail on their menu. So you're going to kind of get some of any and everything. Some places do uh, like a roast of some sort. It's definitely usually whatever um, season it's in. It's going to be like the seasonal fruit that's going to be available as well. Like I said, sometimes they offer, especially like you see on buffets, sometimes they'll do waffles, pancakes, and French toast. Sometimes it's two out of the three, that type of thing. Uh, what else? You usually also find a salad, some kind of so, uh, salad, whether it be a seasonal salad with some type of fruit, or whether it be a regular garden salad, a Caesar salad, an antipasta salad, a pasta salad, whatever the case may, may be, is usually some sort of salad there as well. And then they also usually kind of offer some type of dessert. So usually sometimes there's usually creme brulee, there's a pie, there's a cake, there's a tort. Um, cheesecake, something of that manner when you go to brunch. Also, usually, if you're of age, of course, there are brunch cocktails that are typically offered. So usually you're going to get Bloody Mary of some sort. Some, Like I said, depending on where you go there might or what region you're in, there could be some sort of a play on what the Bloody Mary is or, you know, be a differentiating factor that comes into play. You're going to also be offered mimosas whether it be just a standard mimosa with champagne and orange juice some places offer champagne and like grapefruit juice some type of citrus juice uh as an alternative as well and then most oftentimes especially when you're talking about a restaurant there's usually some type of like signature cocktail maybe two or three cocktails to choose from in addition to like i said the standard bloody mary as well as the mimosa to offer so I mean brunch is definitely something fun to do if you want to kind of just get out you want to especially I like to actually honestly go to brunches and try to find brunches when it's an area I've never been to so I like to kind of just literally I'll google in my phone like brunches near me and literally you can kind of get an influx of places on the web 
restaurants, whatever the case may be, whether it's directly from the restaurant, whether it's an Eventbrite event, uh, whatever. But if it's brunch in the title, you can literally, at some point in time, find a brunch. You can look at their menu, decide when you, whether you want to go or not. A lot of times also, depending on the place and what area you're in, you have to keep in mind of how you're going to pay. Because some places, when you're talking about brunch, they sell the tickets in advance. So they might have you purchase the tickets through someone, through one of their uh, wholesalers. I mean, retailers. Uh, they might have you purchase them online because it's, you know, on a reservation basis or, uh, you know, because due to limited seating. Also, uh, some places just is are big enough or it's kind of on a first come first serve basis as long as you get there within you know the certain hours or the time frame that the brunch is held it doesn't really matter you can just show up and you might not need a reservation and you can pay you know once you're done your meal some places even require just hey give us a heads up let us know what you, you know put in a reservation and you don't need to pay until you get here so it depends on the actual place you're going for brunch what region you're in whatever the policies might be whatever the norm is uh some places like I went to a brunch last Sunday oh the only thing they required was that like they had a full menu on the website only thing they required was that or they not even a requirement they preferred that you did reservations ahead of time now, they did accept walk-ins but they just preferred that you would place your reservation in and then we didn't have to pay until we were done but because of course you sometimes uh that's another factor sometimes your cocktails you can go to a brunch and the cocktails are included they might be bottomless or whatever the case may be they're included in the price of the actual brunch sometimes it's a completely different price or i guess like an a la carte thing where you might have to pay for your drink in addition to whatever your food is and sometimes they might even just have a straight prefix menu and if you want something I'll say you might want uh extra bacon or you know they offer eggs but they're scrambled and you might want a poached egg so the poached egg might be two dollars more so sometimes they have whatever the menu is and then certain things are just a la carte or they might be an additional cost um that needs to be added to your buffet or whatever the case may be so like I said, every place is different. You got to kind of look at it. Again, based on the region you're in, sometimes things are pretty standard. So these are all things to think about. Also, another place that you can find a brunch menu or brunch option sometimes is restaurant week. So that brings us to our next subject. Restaurant week, for those of you who do not know, is typically more oftentimes not literally a week that a certain area or region decides whatever that week might be uh sometimes it's like i said really just a week other times they call it's because when restaurant week when the concept was first originated it really was a week no matter what region you were in uh what time of year it was it was just strictly a week but because this concept is kind of taken legs and grown more than more oftentimes than not most regions typically it's within like a two week or two and a half week time period and some places still try to adhere to the one week 
concept but then because it's in such high demand they end up extending it so again it's something you have to look up you can literally just again google is my friend obviously you just google whatever city or area you're in blink restaurant week so i'm in Baltimore. i'm in maryland I'm in Harford County, so I would do Harford County Restaurant Week, which is a completely different time from Baltimore Restaurant Week, which is also a separate time from Harford County Restaurant Week. So, um, like I said, it's based on region. Uh, literally, Restaurant Week is you can once you Google it online, you can based on your region, it should give you a list of restaurants. Uh, more oftentimes than not, it'll the page that directs you to the restaurant restaurant week information will have like links where you can click on the restaurant name and it will send you directly to that restaurant itself their webpage, and you can kind of peruse the website that way and the restaurant week menu that way or sometimes they will um try to have it all in one general area for you like i know open table if you're familiar with that it's basically a third-party website where it has uh, restaurants from different regions, different areas, different states, where you can kind of go in and you can place your res- reservation all year round. And then it also has sometimes copies of their menu, what have you. So during restaurant week, obviously it has the regular menu as well as the restaurant week menu. So restaurant week is, like I said, a time frame in which a certain region or area has basically chosen to highlight certain restaurants in that area um sometimes depending on what region you're in it could be whatever that chamber of commerce is in that area they've handpicked and chosen said restaurants or sometimes they open it up to whatever that region is and say hey if you want to participate you have a deadline get your menu to us get everything over to us at a time, and they give you, like I said, a deadline, and they put it up on their website, and then they might, or they may or may not have an approval process, but the, you'll get a letter back from them saying, like, hey, you are participating Restaurant Week this this year, and this is the time frame. A lot of times, like I know in Baltimore County, they actually will give you the tools, like the promotion tools. So they'll give you flyers that you can hand out to your patrons. Um, to make them aware of the restaurant week. Uh, some restaurants do their own promotions, whether it be on internet, radio, TV, whatever the case may be. Um, so you kind of have to check with your chamber of commerce and see what their policies are on the matter. But like I said, it's a week where the chamber of commerce has featured rest- several restaurants in a certain area. And the restaurants then offer prefix menus usually they have uh just lunch and dinner depending on the restaurant itself they might just offer a dinner and then sometimes they actually actually provide brunch lunch and dinner so like i said it's a prefix menu and the attire that you have to wear is pretty much based on whatever the uh restaurant's policies are so if it's you know dress attire where you need to wear slacks you need a button up ladies need a dress you know you need heels whatever the case may be men you might have to wear a suit jacket that's the restaurant's dress code more often times than not that is their same dress code for restaurant week if it's a casual restaurant it's pretty much casual attire that is required 
uh, during restaurant week. So you go, you can go online, you look at their prefix menu. Depending on what area you're in, usually, typically, restaurant week, the menu pricing falls between $30 and $50. Some places do. And then usually lunch, honestly, typically is like $15 and some change. So usually you will see, uh, sometimes depending on the restaurant and how much of an option they really want to give you. Some restaurants will do a $15 lunch menu and then they have a $30 prefix menu. They have a $40 prefix menu and then they have a $50 prefix menu. Um, it's completely up to the restaurant how they want to do their menu. So that pricing may include a uh, may include several courses. It may not. It might just include one course. It may include beverages or not, whether it be cocktails we're talking about or soft drinks or whatever the case may be alcoholic non-alcoholic beverages it's typically up to the restaurant like I said completely solely how they choose to do their menu um so you literally go in you say hey sometimes you may need to ask more often times than not when you go in they'll just give you the restaurant week menu in addition to their regular standard menu because not all the time because of the fact that it's prefixed will you look at a restaurant week menu and say uh don't really like it i'd rather order from the regular menu or you might go with someone who has no interest whatsoever in the restaurant week menu and decides to go with the regular uh the standard menu that the restaurant has in that case I always suggest if you have a restaurant in mind that you would like to go to or want to try out, certainly look it up online. Definitely, I, I always myself will book my reservation online ahead of time because no matter what city or region or area or whatever that you are in, it's busy that time of year. If for, if for no other reason than the fact that the restaurant week menu, because it is prefixed, more often times than not, those restaurants that are participating offer um sometimes it's something completely different from their menu sometimes it's just their most popular menu items but they're usually offered at a discounted price so sometimes people might go to that restaurant just because it's somewhere that they would not normally go and it was something that they may have always wanted to try or they've heard great things about but for whatever reason um haven't gone and now the incentive is because it's at a lower price point so you never really know. So for that reason alone, I always make my reservations when I participate in Restaurant Week. I will call ahead. I will look at their menu, kind of get an idea as to what I want, and go from there. So pretty much that's kind of the best overall way to go about things. Like I said, it's been times where I know people are just in certain areas. Like So downtown Baltimore, for instance, I know people who have gone and walked past the restaurant or were in a certain area, decided to go in for um, to whatever restaurant, wasn't even aware that it was restaurant week, looked at the menu and was totally surprised and just walked in and was pleasantly surprised, ate off of the restaurant week prefix menu and were good. I know other people who have gone and hated the menu and just decided to leave altogether or just decided to eat from the regular menu and was more satisfied with the regular menu and decided that they would go to the restaurant again. But restaurant week that year just wasn't for them. Also, keep in mind as well that some areas have restaurant week. They participate two times as as opposed to just annually. Some people have it seasonally. So like for Baltimore County and City, I know they do a 
restaurant week in the fall slash winter, which is normally uh, conceptually the time frame that most areas do it. But then they also, because it's so popular, and their restaurant week lasts about two and a half weeks or so. But because it's beca- uh, became so popular, they also do one in like the summertime as well. And that's usually about another two and a half weeks. Uh, so... Again, if you're a restaurant and you want to give it a try, you want to see maybe if it really works, if it brings new people into your restaurant, if it kind of generates more uh, more market value to your company, then say you missed the fall or you missed the summer and you want to try for the next season or the following season. Or say maybe fall, maybe like, you know, maybe you're a crab house or something like that. And the wintertime isn't really your busiest season so you want to try it in the winter time and maybe that's maybe how you can get more foot traffic again if i were you i would just if you're a business owner check with your chamber of commerce and find out when exactly they do hold their restaurant week um time when they i'm sorry when exactly it is that they offer restaurant week if it's multiple times a year and then again what their actual policies are if there are certain requirements that they have, if there's payment involved, and then literally look at it from the business standpoint. Do they help you promote the restaurant week or is all the promotion on you? Cut your losses if it's not a good idea for your company or if it's more that you have to put in than what you will be getting out. Um, Just kind of really think smart, be smart about it and make best decisions for your business. If you are on the consumer end or the, you know, you're a patron, if it's something that you've always wanted to try and were kind of nervous or maybe didn't have the funds to do so or whatever the case may be or you're in a brand new area and you kind of want to try something different and do something a little fun and it's that time of year for that area and they offer restaurant week, I say give it a go, give it a try. Sometimes you will be pleasantly surprised. And if it's one of those situations where it just doesn't work out for you, at least you know at that point that restaurant was not for you and you didn't have to pay full price nine times out of ten for that item on the menu. So good luck, guys. Also, I want to say that Anchor Radio, which is the platform I use to publish my uh, podcast to you guys, has now offered an option to our listeners, if, especially if you listen on the actual website, which I'll give to you later um, or reiterate to those of you who may have heard it before. They are offering Anchor donations. So if you would like to support our podcast the daily delights podcast monetarily you can now do so any donation amount is accepted it is taken immediately out of your bank account using the card number that you give or that you provide um it is a one-time donation so it's not like it's a reoccurring fee every week or month or whatever the case may be if it's just a dollar you want to donate just to say hey thank you or just to give encouragement you want to sow a seed whatever the case may be it's at your discretion there's not certain denominations that are required it's not like i said a fee that you are charged it's not a recurring fee or a recurring um subscription at all it's just at your discretion if you decide that you would like to donate i would appreciate it obviously thank you very much if you were even considering it i do appreciate it uh again you can find that on our website and i'll give the web address later
Also, just a reminder to you all that the classes for are now open for enrollment for HCC, where I'll be teaching this fall. I'm actually offering four course uh, courses, and those course, courses are kitchen creations, kitchen techniques, couples cooking, and cooking for mommy slash daddy and me. Um, the class prices are pretty reasonable if you would like to register for the class or just kind of want to check out if it's even an option for you go to harford.edu click on continued education and then from there you can click on cooking or i'm sorry it's arts and hobbies and then click on cooking and then from there you'll see the four classes that i mentioned you can check out the fees or pricing for the the classes get a description of the classes as well as a schedule for the class and then if you would like to register you can read the instructions on the website and find out from there how to register if we're not really familiar with going online and registering or you don't really like to do that type of thing and you still want to register, feel free to go up to the Hartford Community College campus. You can go to the Edgewood building, go to the receptionist, let them know which course it is that you are interested in taking and they'll kind of lead you through the process that way. Also, I want to say that you all can listen to this podcast. It's available on 10 different podcast platforms. Uh, one obviously being Anchor, so you all can tune in on um, Tuesdays at 5.30 p.m., that is Eastern Standard Time. The Anchor website, which is the direct link to my podcast, is anchor.fm slash chef hyphen Kristen. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash C-H-E-F hyphen K-H-R-Y-S-T-Y-N. And again, if you would like to um, donate, then that is the website that you would use to then do your one-time donation um, or however it is, however many times it is that you would like to donate. If you are interested, you would go to anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash chef hyphen Kristen K-H-R-Y-S-T-Y-N. Also, feel free if you like what you hear, um, whether it be this podcast episode or any of the archived episodes, feel free to subscribe. You can do so. Like I said, we're available on 10 different podcast platforms. We're also available on Google Play as well as uh, the Apple platform. So whatever your platform is for podcasts, you just literally type in Daily Delights. It'll pop up. It's a turquoise icon. It says hashtag Chef Kristen, hashtag Daily Delights. That is our icon. That is what you look for. Just click subscribe and you will be then allowed to see any of our archive episodes as well as be alerted for any new episodes that drop. And again, that would be on Tuesdays at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, I would greatly appreciate it if you would feel free, especially if you know someone that is interested, um, whether they be a foodie, a cold work, a co-worker, I'm sorry, a chef, restaurateur, um, just someone who's just thrilled with food, even for kids. I try to keep this as kid-friendly, the subject matter as kid-friendly as possible. If you have any kids that you may know who are um, interested really into food or want to become a chef or whatever the case may be, you can have them listen to it. So feel free to share this podcast with any of uh, your friends, family members, employers, whomever is interested in food. I want to say a special thank you to my uh, loyal listeners. 
to my subscribers and a very heartfelt uh, thank you to any of my new listeners. I appreciate you all for taking the time to listen. I appreciate you all for supporting this podcast, for continuously pushing me, to encouraging me, to giving me subject matter you might want discussed on the uh, podcast as well. You all have a great week. You will hear from me next Tuesday. Be blessed, be happy, and have a great, successful weekend. I'm sorry, week. I'm sorry. Thank you all for tuning in. This is your host, Chef Kristen. Have a great week, guys.